0: Excellent. How are you? <laughs> I'm pretty spectacular as well. Um, this year might end okay. Yeah. There's well, hope for us. I guess it won't technically start until January, but there's hope. There's hope. Yeah, we have had very little hope all year. There's so Hope
1: on the horizon.
0: Yeah, I'm excited. Um, what are your plans for Thanksgiving? Nothing. Staying yeah. at
1: COVID home.
0: Yeah, you're lucky that, like...
1: My family's yeah. all right your, there. Your
0: entire family lives with you. yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, me and my sister, every year we invite some of her friends that, mm-hmm. like, don't have a lot of family mm-hmm. or don't have a lot of family that lives close. Mm-hmm. So, like, we always invite the stragglers, and we decided that we couldn't do that this year. Oh, yeah. And it was pretty sad. I was like, well... We could make like little to-go baggies and let leave them outside.
1: <laughs> <laughs> throw them, right. throw them from the door. <laughs> leave them on the
0: floor, like <laughs> on the concrete curb. Like here you go, come get it,
1: <laughs> free food.
0: <laughs> um, I don't know. We'll we'll figure it out. It's it's tough this year. Yeah. We're just hoping to get through Thanksgiving so that way her son can come visit for Christmas. Oh. So. so we want to be like really good for Thanksgiving. So we, cause we haven't seen him since last Christmas. Wow. Yeah. It's been a really long time. So sad. Yeah. And he's such a little shit. <laughs> he sends my sister like a link to Amazon for like this really expensive skateboard uh-huh. and that's it. No, nothing, <laughs> just a link. And she's like, is this you telling me you're going to be here for Christmas? He's like, yeah, and this is what I want. <laughs> like, you were such a fucking asshole. How
1: old is he now?
0: Uh, 10 or 11. Oh, that's a bad age. I mean, he's been a bad age since he was five. Hmm. He turned five and, like, the second he turned five, he just turned into, like, a little tiny Nazi. Like, he's <laughs> horrible. The first time he met my husband, he spit on him and said, you're too fat to be my friend. <laughs> that is crazy. <laughs>
1: What a weird little kid.
0: Yeah. But I think it's because, like, whenever kids are that age, um, I don't know if this is very typical, but I think it is that boy, young boys will ask their moms or other adult women of their lives to, like, marry them. Oh, yeah. He was like, Ca- Auntie Casey, uh, why don't you just marry me? You don't need to marry... This guy, like, (laughs) I'll marry you if you want a husband, right? Because he's five and he doesn't understand. And I'm like, no, you know, I'm going to get married to this guy. And he was pissed.
1: (laughs) So I spit on him. That's so mean. I know. Can you imagine being spit on? So gross. I can't imagine. I would just, like, automatically slap him without even thinking.
0: Yeah, I think I punched him one time. I would. But
1: it wasn't, like, an adult punch. It was, Uh like, a...
0: I don't even know if it was a punch. Maybe I just pushed him, and he fell over, and she he cried. cried. <laughs> yeah, he, I constantly make him cry. <laughs> <sighs> it's ridiculous. I don't know if it's a little boy thing. I don't remember crying that much. Yeah. But I also spent a lot of summers with my cousin, who was, a, like, two
1: years younger than me. Mm-hmm.
0: He cried constantly.
1: Boys just cry a lot when they're little. <sighs> they have to get it all out of their system, because when they're adults, they can't cry anymore. Or people will make fun of them. Yeah. And they know that, so they start crying at three and never stop. Never stop. Did your little brother cry a lot? Yeah, but he still does. No, he doesn't. (laughs) (laughs) He did cry constantly, though. He would scream cry every time we we tried to take him out of the house. Jeez. Like, for something fun. Like, let's go to the movies. And he's like, no! He he would scream so hard he would throw up. Like, regularly. (laughs) Sorry, Jason, if you ever hear this. Oh, (laughs) jeez. Man,
0: yeah, I've been uh, really, really considering my path to motherhood, and I'm like, oh god, I would just hate to have a boy.
1: Yeah, (laughs) it would be a nightmare. They're so mean. But if you raise them right, I guess you, I guess you can't really raise them right.
0: No, there is no, I mean, obviously there's some things you could do, but like, they're just little shits. That's true. Like, god, can you imagine having two? Wow. I don't know how my mother-in-law did it. <laughs> she tells me stories about Michael and his older brother, Stephen, and they they were, like, destructive. Yeah. Like, wailing on each other nonstop for, like, 17 years. It's crazy.
1: <laughs> Boys are too much. Ugh, God. Crashing cars. I could never have a son. DY <laughs> Just being just... Disrespecting women. Ugh,
0: I mean, don't they all? Don't they all? <laughs> they do. Mm. On that note, happy Fearsome Friday. Yeah. <laughs> um, I oh, We are Unholy Gossip Girls. I'm Casey. I'm Faye.
1: Okay. Uh, what are you drinking? I am drinking an original lemonade, Truly.
0: Truly. Sponsor. <laughs> I'm drinking these other seltzer waters that we have. What are they called? Uh, Snow melt. This Ooh. is... Juniper and lime. Ooh, someone's fancy. I know. <laughs> I just was like, man, I don't want to be like how I always am and have the same crap in my fridge for like a year uh-huh. in terms of beer and stuff. Uh-huh. So I was like, I should probably drink these <laughs> before. Because I got them for. When did I get them? Did I get them for 4th of July or did I get them for Labor Day? them. Oh. What are those two? Anyway. Well, do you have any hot offs
1: for me? How's work? Um, uh, okay. Yeah. Some cheer moms are the worst, but <laughs> some are great. Well, there you go.
0: I think that's uh, pretty typical with any type of human. Yeah. <laughs> some good, some bad. Good, not great. Yeah. Okay, well, I'm going to tell you a story that you may already know. Okay. It's called the Russian sleep experiment. <gasps> yes, you have heard this. I have. Okay, well, don't ruin it for the listeners. I will not. <laughs> okay. Uh, Russian researchers in the late 1940s kept five people awake for 15 days using an experimental gas-based stimulant. They were kept in a steel-sealed environment to carefully monitor their oxygen intake so the gas didn't kill them, since it was toxic in high concentrations. This was before closed-circuit cameras, so they had only microphones and five-inch-thick glass portholes-sized windows into the chamber to monitor them. The chamber was stocked with books, cots to sleep on, but no bedding, running water and a toilet, and enough dried food to last all five over a month.
1: why they need beds? Because they had to sleep there. Aren't they not sleeping?
0: Well, I mean, you can't be like, uh, stay up all the time and then we're going to make it so you can't fall asleep. Oh, okay. They'll be like, here, I'm going to make it so that way you don't shit yourself and not provide a toilet. (laughs) Don't shit yourself. Okay, (laughs) sorry. That gross. The test subjects were political prisoners deemed enemies of the state during World War II. Everything was fine for the first five days. The subjects hardly complained, having been promised, falsely, that they were to be freed if they submitted to the test and did not sleep for 30 days. Wow. So maybe they were told, like, try it. Like you can lay down but don't fall asleep. I don't yeah. know. Cause you can't just like
1: <laughs> dance <laughs> break. Sorry. Um
0: you can't just like stand up. Like I don't know why they just didn't provide like chairs or something.
1: Yeah. I don't know. You know, I this don't. would never work on me. I love sleeping too much.
0: I sleep so much.
1: I woke up for two hours and took a nap today. <laughs> So much I sleep.
0: <laughs> I fell asleep for just like a little bit watching Disney's A Christmas Carol.
1: Oh.
0: Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, I don't know why they did that. Well, the beds didn't have bedding, so maybe yeah. they were just to sit on. I'm not sure. I don't know. Sorry. This was too long ago. <laughs> Alright. So anyway, they were told that if they didn't sleep for 30 days, they would be set free, because these were political prisoners. Right.
1: Alright. I think there's a ghost in here. Is there a ghost in here? I just got, like, really cold right here. Your house is haunted.
0: Well, it was uh, only on the market for eight hours, so there's that. (laughs) Anyway, um, all right, their conversations and activities were monitored, and it was noted that they continued to talk about increasingly traumatic incidents in their past, and the general tone of their conversations took on a darker aspect after the four-day mark. Uh Uh-oh. After five days, they started to complain about the circumstances and events that led them to where they were and started to demonstrate severe paranoia. They stopped talking to each other and began alternately whispering to the microphones and one-way mirrored portholes. Oddly, they all seemed to think they could win the trust of the experimenters by turning over their comrades. They were like just talking shit about each other. <laughs> Sounds fun. It's like a
1: sleepover in middle school.
0: <laughs> the other subjects in captivity with them. Uh, at first, the researchers suspected this was an effect of the gas itself. After nine days, the first of them started screaming. Uh oh. He Got ran. Screamers. <laughs> Till he vomited. <laughs> He ran the length of the chamber, repeatedly yelling at the top of his y- lungs for three hours straight. He continued attempting to scream, but was only able to produce occasional squeaks. Oh, Cute. Little mouse. <laughs> the researchers postulated that he had physically torn his vocal cords out. Ow. The most surprising thing about this behavior is how the other captives reacted to it. Or rather, didn't react to it. They continued whispering to the microphones until the second of the captives started to scream. The two non-screaming captives took the books apart, smeared pages, page after page with their own feces, and pasted mm. them calmly over the glass portholes. And then the screaming promptly stopped. Arts and crafts. Cute. So fun. Hey, Skeeter. We don't get scared very often. We got a
1: visitor. He's rubbing up on my tablet. It's his now. He owns it. Oh. <laughs> <Aww. laughs>
0: Alright. So the screaming stopped. So did the whispering to the microphones. <sighs> so they just like stopped communicating and covered up the portholes. After three more days passed, the researchers checked the microphones hourly to make sure they were working, since they thought it impossible that no sound could be coming with five people inside. The oxygen consumption in the chamber indicated that all five must still be alive. In fact, it was the amount of oxygen five people would consume at a very heavy level of strenuous exercise. (laughs) They're just all in there going, (laughs) 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 But quietly... I mean, even if you like peed or ate or anything, make noise.
1: I wonder how sensitive the microphones were. Maybe they covered the microphones in feces too. Oh, smart! That'd be so gross. Real gross. (laughs)
0: On the morning of the fourteenth day, the researchers did something they said they would not do to get a reaction from the captives. They used the intercom inside the chamber, hoping to provoke any response from the captives. They were afraid were either dead or vegetables. <laughs> oh God, I I don't know why they wanted if if you didn't hear from them for that how many days is this three four five days whatever mm-hmm. like. Wouldn't you go check on them? Like, just open the fucking door? I mean,
1: personally, I wouldn't, because I know there's poop everywhere, but <laughs> scientists probably would. It's like,
0: wouldn't you just not, like, just be afraid that they were dead? Yeah, I, mean, I would assume they were dead. I don't, I don't think I'd start with the intercom. I think my first thing would be like, well, experiment's over. <laughs> Opening they the door. They all died. <laughs> They're all covered in feces, cocooned themselves in feces. <laughs> <laughs> Book pages all over them.
1: <laughs> Gross.
0: Oh, what is that? Paper mache. Paper mache. Aww, cute. Or paper. Paper mache mummies. Aww. Native shit.
1: Who can't sleep? Yeah. Just scream all the time.
0: Cute. Till their Super vocal cute.
1: cords rip. would did that bleed? I don't know. That would
0: hurt. I can't. I literally can't imagine it. Yeah. Like <laughs> that's frightening. Okay. <laughs> all right. They announced over the um, intercom, quote, mm-hmm. we are opening the chamber to test the microphones. Step away from the door and lie flat on the floor or you will be shot. Compliance will earn one of you your immediate freedom. Ooh. That was fucked up. That is. To their surprise, they heard a single phrase in a calm voice response We no longer
1: want to be freed. <gasps> They all realize that they don't have anywhere to go after this. (laughs) We will not have a house anymore. Maybe they all learn Morse code and they're blinking at each other. That'd be fun. (laughs) We should learn Morse code. We can talk always. (laughs) We can talk all the time anyway. (laughs) Who are we going to talk in front of
0: that we can't just talk in front of?
1: (laughs) We can talk in front of store employees and be like, steal that
0: pick up those mini brands and <laughs> pretend they're your boobs
1: i need them <laughs> fun.
0: all right let me get a drink same all right debate broke out among the researchers and the military forces funding the research Unable to provoke any more response using the intercom, it was finally decided to open the chamber at midnight on the 15th day. (laughs) The chamber was flushed of the stimulant gas and filled with fresh air, and immediately voices from the microphones began to object. Three different voices began begging, as if pleading for the life of a loved one to turn the gas back on. The chamber was open and soldiers sent in to retrieve the test subjects. They began to scream louder than ever, and so did the soldiers when they saw what was inside. Four of the five subjects were still alive, although no one could rightly call the state that any of them were in alive. Ugh, gross. Yeah. The food rations past day five had not been so much as touched. They uh, there were chunks of meat from the dead test subjects' thigh and chest stuffed into the drain in the center of the chamber, blocking the drain from allowing four inches of water to accumulate on the floor. Swimming Pre- pool. So gross. <laughs> Precisely how much of the water on the floor? Uh, sorry, my computer just tried to restart. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't want to hear the story anymore. No, it doesn't. It's like, ew, four inches of water. That's disgusting. Precisely precisely how much of the water on the floor was actually blood was never determined. Ew. Ew. All four surviving quote test subjects also had large portions of muscle and skin torn away from their bodies. The destruction of flesh and exposed bone on their fingertips indicated that the wounds were inflicted by hand, not with teeth, as the researchers initially thought. Closer examination of the position and angles of the wounds indicated that most of them, if not all of them, were self-inflicted. Oh my god. So people just be like, tearing... I feel like your hands would be better at that. Yeah. As we've discussed in our cannibal episodes, Uh your teeth just ain't strong enough. It's true. But I rip open my skin constantly (laughs) with my fingernails. Okay. The abdominal organs below the rib cage of all four test subjects had been removed. Gross. I don't know how they're like still alive. Yeah. While the heart, lungs, and diaphragm remained in place, the skin and most of the muscles attached to the ribs had been ripped off, exposing the lungs through the rib cage. All the blood vessels and organs remained intact. They had just been taken out and laid on the floor, fanning out around the eviscerated but still living bodies of the subjects. The digestive tract of all four could be seen to be working, digesting food. It quickly became apparent that what they were digesting was their own flesh that they had ripped off and eaten over the course of
1: days. Ew. Yep. That's fun.
0: Most of the soldiers were Russian special operatives at the facility, but still many refused to return to the chamber to remove the test subjects. They continued to scream to be left in the chamber and alternately begged and demanded that the gas be turned back on lest they fall asleep.
1: What the hell? (laughs) Who hates sleeping that much? It's like a toddler when you try to put them to bed. Yeah, I mean,
0: to not go to sleep, how many days can you go without sleep till like, you
1: just shut down? I don't know. There's, like, this disease where you can't sleep until you die. What? Yeah. That's for real? Uh Uh-huh. I don't remember what it's called. I watched a whole documentary about it.
0: So people just go literally their whole lives without sleeping?
1: No, you, like, get it later on. Or, like, it shows up later on. But it's, like, super genetic, so if your parents have it, you have it.
0: Oh, okay. So don't don't procreate if you are gonna
1: not sleep till you die. Yeah.
0: Alright, cool. So, like... (laughs) sleep when you're dead is, like, for real. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it's called. That's what it's called. Alright. To everyone's surprise, the test subjects put up a fierce fight in the process of being removed from the chamber. I mean, how could you if all your yeah. organs were just, like, split up? Like,
1: Oops, my lungs!
0: Unless it was, like, just to gross somebody out, like, I'm gonna hit you with my small intestines. <laughs> like,
1: ugh. I'll make you touch my lung. <laughs>
0: One of the Russian soldiers died from having his throat ripped out. Ooh. Another was gravely injured by having his testicles ripped off and an artery in his leg severed by one of the subject's teeth.
1: Teeth? Yeah. Out I they are all about hands. I
0: know. And I just don't think you could do that.
1: Yeah.
0: Another five of the soldiers lost their lives, if you count ones that committed suicide in the weeks following the incident.
1: Jesus.
0: I mean, that would scar me for life, too. Yeah. In the struggle, one of the four living subjects had his spleen ruptured, and he bled out almost immediately. The medical researchers attempted to sedate him, but this proved impossible. He was injected with more than ten times the human dose of morphine derivative and still fought like a cornered animal, breaking the ribs and arm of one doctor... When heart uh, was seen to beat for full two minutes after he bled out, to the point there was more air in his vascular system than blood. Even after it stopped, he continued to scream and flail for another three minutes. Oh
1: my God!
0: So that means after his heart stopped, hmm. struggling to attack anyone within reach, just repeating the words. More, over and over, weaker and weaker, until he finally fell silent. Dang. So now there's three. Uh, the surviving three test subjects were heavily restrained and moved to a medical facility. The two with intact vocal cords continuously begged for the guests, demanding to be kept awake. The most injured of the three was taken to the only surgical operating room that the facility had in the process of preparing the subject to have his organs placed back within his body, it was found that he was effectively immune to the sedative that had given they had given him to prepare him for the surgery. He fought furiously against his restraints when the anesthetic gas was brought out to put him under. He managed to tear most of the way through a four-inch-wide leather strap on one wrist, even though the weight ...of a 200-pound soldier holding that wrist as well, or even through the weight. So, like, I don't know how he did that. It took only a little more anesthetic than normal to put him under, and the instant his eyelids fluttered and closed, his heart stopped. Scary. In the autopsy of the test subject that died on the operating table, it was found that his blood had tripled the normal level of oxygen... His muscles, that were still attached to his skeleton, were badly—such <laughs> a gross sentence, <laughs> Sorry. Uh, were badly torn, and he had broken nine bones in his struggle not to be subdued. Most of them were from the force his own muscles had exerted on them. Yikes! Now we're down to two. Oh, fun. The second survivor had been the first of the group of the five to start screaming. So he was the one with the vocal cords. Um, His vocal cords destroyed. He was unable to beg or object to surgery, and he only reacted by shaking his head violently and in disapproval when the anesthetic gas was brought near him. He shook his head yes when someone suggested reluctantly they try the surgery without anesthetic. And did not react for the entire six-hour procedure of replacing his abdominal organs and attempting to cover them with what remained of his skin. The surgeon presiding stated repeatedly that it should be medically possible for the patient to still be alive. Oh, well, that's good. Medically (laughs) possible. Maybe they meant to say medically impossible because that seems like That a, makes more sense. That makes more sense. <laughs> One terrified nurse assisting the surgery stated that she had seen the patient's mouth curl into a smile several times whenever his eyes met hers. Yeah. Gross! When the surgery ended, the subject looked at the surgeon and began to wheeze loudly, attempting to talk while struggling, assuming this must be something of drastic importance, the surgeon had a pen and pad fetched so the patient could write his message. It was simple. Keep cutting. (laughs) Yeah. Ugh. Gross. I know. The other two test subjects were given the same surgery, both without anesthetic... Wait, other two? I thought there were only two. left. Maybe the last two? I don't know. Both without anesthetic as well. Although they had to be injected with a paralytic for the duration of the operation, the surgeon found it impossible to perform the operation while the patients laughed continuously. (laughs) Once paralyzed, the subjects could only follow the attending researchers with their eyes. The paralactic cleared their system in an abnormally short period of time, and they were soon trying to escape their bonds. The moment they could speak, they were again asking for the stimulant uh, stimulant gas. The researchers tried asking why they had injured themselves, why they had ripped out their own guts, and why they wanted to be given the gas again. Only one response was given. I must remain awake. So I guess there are three left. All three subjects' restraints were reinforced and they were placed back into the chamber <laughs> awaiting determination as to what should be done with them. The researchers facing the wrath of their military benefactors for having failed the started, stated goals of their project considered euthanizing the surviving subjects.
1: I would. I would too. <laughs> There's
0: no coming back from that. Yeah. The commanding officer and ex-KGB instead saw potential and wanted to see what would happen if they were put back on the gas. (laughs) The researchers strongly objected, but were overruled. In preparation for being sealed in the chamber again, the subjects were connected to an EEG monitor and had their restraints padded for long-term confinement. So they're just, like, confined in there. Up to things, but they got the gas, you know.
1: Right, <laughs> just one of my gas.
0: <clears throat> to everyone's surprise, all three stopped struggling the moment it was let slip that they were going back on the gas. <laughs> it was obvious that at this point, all three were putting up a great struggle to stay awake. One of the subjects that could speak was humming loudly and continuously, the mute subject was straining his legs against the leather bonds with all his might. First left, then right, then left again for something to focus on. The remaining subject was holding his head off his pillow and blinking rapidly. <laughs> Having been the first to be wired to EEG, most of the researchers were monitoring his brain waves. in surprise. They were normal most of the time, but sometimes flatlined inexplicably. It looked as if there were repeated... Least, sorry. It looked as if he were repeatedly suffering brain death. The Brain death. Jesus. Oh my
1: god. so hard to say.
0: <laughs> Before returning to normal. Uh, so yeah, he's just going in and out of brain death. That's scary. A normal place to be. Just fun. Just a fun <laughs> afternoon. <laughs> as they focused on paper scrolling out of the brainwave monitor, only one nurse saw his eyes slip shut. At the same moment his head hit the pillow, his brainwaves immediately changed to that of deep sleep, then flatlined for the last time as his heart simultaneously stopped. Wow. So he fell asleep. Okay. So now we're down to two. I can count to five. (laughs) Alright, the only remaining subject that could speak started screaming to be sealed in now. His brainwaves showed the same flat lines as the one who had just died from falling asleep. The commander gave the order to steal, seal the chamber with both subjects inside as well as three researchers. <laughs> Why? I don't know. Because they're dumb. One of the named three immediately drew his gun and shot the commander point blank between the eyes, <laughs> <laughs> oh, then turned going. the gun on the mute subject and blew his brains out as well. So there's three, shot the commander, now there's just one subject left and two people I think. He pointed his gun at the remaining subject, still restrained to a bed, as the remaining members of the medical and research team fled the room. So, I guess there's just one one guy with a gun in the room and one test subject. And, um, okay. So, the guy with the gun said, I won't be locked in here with these things, not with you. He screamed at the man strapped to the table. What are you, he demanded. I must know. The subject, Just a guy. <laughs> the subject smiled and said, Have you forgotten so easily? We are you. We are the madness that lurks within you all, begging to be free at every moment in your deepest animal mind. We are what you hide from in your beds at every night. We are what you sedate into silence and paralysis when you go to the nocturnal heaven where we cannot tread. The researcher paused, then aimed the subjects at the subject's heart and fired. The EEG flatlined as the subject weakly choked out, so nearly free.
1: <laughs> what? So that's the story. That's fun. <laughs>
0: Alright, ready for some hot
1: goss? Yeah. That
0: story was a creepypasta! pasta.
1: <sighs>
0: Alright, um, creepypastas are horror-related legends that have been copied and pasted around the internet. This story was originally posted on Creepypasta Wiki in 2010 by a user named Orange Soda. Soda. Many adaptations of the story have been made, including several movies. Um, but in early 2018, a psychological thriller based on the short story began in production, and is set to be released in 2020. But I couldn't. Unlikely. I couldn't get any information on <laughs> it, so I don't know if that's actually going to happen.
1: This year is fake. <laughs> That's so scary. Isn't that a wild story? I've definitely heard of it, but I've never read it.
0: Oh, so that was your first time? Yeah. What'd you think?
1: So scary.
0: Okay, so the first time I heard it was on a podcast, and somebody told the story and didn't say that it was a creepypasta. Uh Uh-huh. And then at the very end was like, it's a creepypasta. And it had me so petrified, (laughs) because I was listening to it while I was house-sitting in some person's house in Tennessee, like, in the middle of nowhere, uh-huh. and I was just, like, sitting at their dining room table in the middle of the night, like, listening to the story, just, like, freaking myself out, <laughs> and then at the very end, she was like, and it's fake, and I was like, you bitch! <laughs> so I wanted to do that, too.
1: I loved <laughs> it.
0: Isn't that So scary. And nasty. Yeah.
1: Yeah. <sighs> All the poop stuff, and, the ripping your own skin and organs out.
0: Yeah, I just—it's weird to like tr- even try to envision somebody with like their body cavity just like yeah. open and still being alive. Just being
1: fine. Hey. How
0: wouldn't you bleed to death?
1: I assume you would.
0: You would have to.
1: Maybe the gas made them super Maybe. superheroes.
0: Yeah. So anyway, that was the story.
1: Very scary.
0: Way better than familial side,
1: right? Yeah, for sure. <laughs> good. Too many dead families. And Some dead prisoners, that's a different thing. Fake prisoners, fake at that. Prisoners. Dead fake prisoners.
0: <laughs> I'm really into a good fake story. <laughs> yeah.
1: You don't have to feel bad afterwards. No, you
0: don't. <laughs> um, cool. Well, uh, happy almost Thanksgiving. I don't really
1: know. When is Thanksgiving? What date? Hey, Siri What day is Thanksgiving this year?
0: Thanksgiving is on Thursday, November 26th, 2020.
1: <gasps> oh, thanks, girl.
0: Okay, well, happy almost Thanksgiving. Yeah,
1: have a have a good turkey.
0: Yeah, the next time we see you it'll be Black Friday. Ooh, that's cool.
1: I think that holiday is obsolete
0: Black Friday,
1: oh, <laughs> due to COVID.
0: I don't think Black Friday is all of it, it is. <laughs> I love Black Friday shopping. I do, too. I just love um, chaos and um, I just love
1: it. I love the drama of it all. Yes. But I also feel really bad for the people working.
0: See, okay, so I, I've i been to Walmart, Target, Kohl's. I've been to, like, all these, like, big places. Mm-hmm. And I every year want to see, like, some shit happen, uh-huh. and I never do. Yeah. So, like, all those stories you hear about people getting, like, trampled to death or, like, punched in the face over a TV, I've literally never seen that. Yeah. Every time I go on Black Friday shopping, everyone is super, like, cordial because it's, like, they're sleepy, they just ate a bunch of turkey, <laughs> it's, like, the middle of the night, whatever your case is. Everyone waits in line, everyone talks really nicely to the people working, and they're all saying, like, Happy Thanksgiving, and everyone's just super nice. I just feel
1: bad for the workers having to work on Thanksgiving, or Thanksgiving night.
0: Yeah, that's true. It's just not fair. Whenever I worked at Subway as a manager, um, my Subway was right down the street from that Target on Union, Uh and every year they would order um, party subs on Thanksgiving, for their crew, uh-huh. and we were closed on Thanksgiving. But I had an asshole for a boss, and he would make me go in and <laughs> make party subs oh on Thanksgiving. So the first few years, I was like, oh, whatever. And then the other, the last few years before I stopped working for that guy, I was like, well, fuck you if I'm gonna have to be here and not clock in and basically not get paid i'm gonna drink the whole time because i'm here by myself and it was so fun
1: <laughs> that would be fun yeah you know i'll be eating my own sandwiches
0: nothing like uh underage drinking and illegal working
1: <laughs> That'd be cool. double illegal
0: double illegal that double the fun out. double main gum <laughs>
1: I'm sorry. <laughs> <That's> so dumb. <laughs> Alright, well that's it. I loved it. <laughs> I hope you guys enjoy
0: your Thanksgiving if it isn't canceled for you. But if it is, just know you're doing the right thing. And hopefully, if we're all smart, because nobody was smart for Halloween. I've never seen as many trick-or-treaters as I did this year. Really? Ever.
1: One boy came to my house with a plague mask on, and I was like, that's topical.
0: That's cute. It was cute. I did not partake, because kids are gross. <laughs> yeah. The end. It's true. <laughs> like, I ain't trying... Because I go see my parents, like, literally every day, uh-huh. and if I had to quarantine from my mother, I think she would just move
1: in and be like,
0: <laughs> if you're gonna get sick, I'm gonna get sick too. I'm gonna be with <laughs> you.
1: <laughs> we just did it, because... Why not? Might as well. I thought
0: that was surprising that you guys did it, because your mom is literally too afraid to go through a drive-thru. Yeah. Did you guys... I just got missed school. Did you guys, like, have a candy bowl, or did you hand it out? just them? handed it out. I saw Bill and I put up, like, a... It looked, like, kind of like a gutter. <laughs> he put up, like, a gutter with chairs and stuff and had the candy inside of it. Oh, that's cool. Like, at the end of his house. That's straight. cool. Yeah. And then one of my neighbors did the candy shoot thing with like a PVC pipe.
1: That's awesome.
0: Yeah. I was like, that's cute. But I didn't, I was like, I'm not going to do that. Cause that was like the day before Halloween. <laughs> so oh yeah. Like, that's a lot of work. And I hadn't bought any candy. So I was like, I'm just gonna, you know what I did that night? I watched all three Halloween
1: towns. Really? In the dark. So that way nobody <laughs> thought I was home. Good. That's a, that's a better plan. <laughs> all right. Well, uh, we'll see you guys next week. Bye. Bye. Thank you.